Welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast. Listen in as we connect with other creative entrepreneurs and have real conversations about life, business, and everything in between. Owning a creative business doesn't have to be confusing or overwhelming, and you don't have to go at it alone. It's absolutely possible to be successful as a modern creative, and we want to help you to go after your own creative dreams. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Modern Creative Podcast. Today we'll be chatting about time management and outsourcing. We have an amazing guest with us today who is really good at managing her time because her business literally depends on it. I think this episode will be especially helpful to those who sell perishable or time-sensitive goods, but also anyone across the board, really. So let's dive on in on this super informative episode. Okay, I am so excited because if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that I recently finished a series of pastry classes at San Francisco Cooking School and that I love the Great British Bake Off. So I'm super excited to chat with Cindy. Cindy is the head baker and owner of Sweetly Made, which is a dessert and baking studio based in Orange County, California. She's also a mom of three, so time management is so crucial. Hey, Cindy, do you want to say hi to our listeners? Hi, thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm like really excited. I salivate when I look at your Instagram photos. So I wanted to just get started with, you know, how did you get started with baking? I started four years ago. It just happened. I was never really a baker, but once I had kids and their birthdays were coming up, I just started, you know, baking from home. And because of Instagram, whenever I posted photos of the cakes that I would make for my kids, you know, I would get requests from my friends. And that's just how it started. I never thought I would be baking. That's daily. So crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was just it just happened. And I, I think a big part of it was Instagram, you know, just posting what you make and people wanting you to make those things for them as well. Oh my gosh. So you're completely self-taught. Yes. I never oh went gosh. to I never took a baking class or anything. In the beginning, we had a lot of people come over, so I would always just bake for them. I just started baking cakes because I just loved cakes. And when I tried to order from a bakery, I realized how expensive it was. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, I'm just going to make it myself. In the beginning, I just bought the boxed cakes Mm. and just used those. And it turned out great. And I was like, oh, I could do this. And, you know, it was only like $2 to make this cake. (laughs) And then obviously now we don't. Use the- <laughs> you're, you're like disclaimer. We yeah, moved we on. Our, we have our own recipes that we make, but that's how it started. Yeah, I think just having kids and birthday parties and seeing how expensive the cakes were, mm-hmm. and just wanting to make cakes with really good ingredients for my kids. So I'm even in more awe because I didn't realize that you didn't go to pastry school. So at what point did you decide? Okay, well I did this. You know because it was really expensive to buy cakes. And now I think I can charge other people. When did that like business idea come? Well, like I said, it was Instagram. When people kept on, you know, requesting me to make, you know, cakes or other desserts for them. At first it was as gifts, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. I had a lot of friends who are having babies, you know, first birthday celebrations were becoming a really big deal. And everyone wanted cakes and desserts. And I was like, I'll try it. You know, I'll try making macaroons for you. I'll try making the smash cake or the cake pops for you. And it just started off as gifts. And then as time went on, people were like, hey, I'll pay you for these. And I was like, no, no, no. But, you know, that's That's just kind of how it started. Yeah. 
And then the biggest thing that happened for me was when my friend, she was, you know, throwing a big first birthday celebration for her son. And she was like, I want you to make all the desserts for me. And she hired an amazing planner, uh, Nancy from So Happy Together. And she really encouraged me to make my own public account because I didn't even have a public Instagram account before this. Mm-hmm. Um, so the help of your friends that like you were like yeah. I should probably do this <laughs> yeah she was like I'm giving you a deadline you're opening up public account I um, love the deadline yeah she she had to because I was always like no no I'm just doing it for my friends like it's just you know I just do it as gifts or whatnot and she was like no you're you're gonna have an Instagram account and so that's kind of like when it started and when people started like actually emailing me and DMing me for orders. Yeah. So that's how I kind of started charging. People started, you know, inquiring about these orders. And, you know, before I started doing that, I had to go through like a lot. I had to get my insurance. I had to get like a license. (laughs) Joyce's favorite topic. (laughs) You know, I just like things to be legit. Okay. (laughs) Side note and tangent. Uh, For those that are listening, especially if you have something perishable like Cindy, but all business owners, the moment you decide to start taking money for your craft, your service, your product, you are a business. That is when you need to have all your proper licensing, business licenses, get registered. Even if you consider yourself a hobby, if you're taking money from someone, go get legit. Diana and I are frequently asked this like, oh, did you just start as a hobby? No, we got our licenses and whatnot in place. So my tangent is over. Please <laughs> Please no, there was no way like I was going to be a public account and taking, you know, orders from uh-huh. people I never uh-huh. met. And, you know, Cindy, not- I could high five you or hug right. you right now. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Cindy, can I ask you what, what you were doing before? Were you planning on being a stay at home mom and then this kind of fell on your lap or what, did you have another job? Yeah. Well, before I had kids, very random, but I was a mental health therapist um, I was working in LA and then when I had my first child, it was too hard to commute. So I was a stay at home mom and yeah, baking just fell on my laps. I always said I loved cooking more than baking. I never liked how you have to measure everything out with baking, mm. but after having kids, it was just easier to bake. You know, you just pop something in the oven, wait 35, 40 minutes, you know, do what you have to do with your kid. And then, you know what I mean? It was just easier than cooking, whereas everything's so fast paced. So I would say, yeah, it definitely did fall on my laps. I never thought I would be a baker. I'm also another tangent. I want cake, but I'm wondering, Cindy, were you always good at time management? So you have three kids now. I mean, baking in itself is, is really heavy with time management. You don't want to burn anything. Were you always good at time management? Is that something that always came natural to you? No, I was awful at it. I was really bad with time management, but it now I have to be like forced me to mm-hmm. be better at it. You know, like having timelines, having goals, like daily goals, weekly goals, um, a checklist, those things didn't come natural to me, but mm-hmm. it was the only way to do what I had to do after everything kind of started. Oh my God. This is like my love language. <laughs> Cindy's like checklists, like goals, like love language. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those things yeah. were not part of my life before having kids and before baking. I was more of like, oh, go with the flow, you know, be flexible. Don't be so rigid. Like I was kind of more of that style, mm-hmm. but 
after three kids and after, you know, being in charge of all these orders, I was forced to have timelines and checklists. Yeah, I actually got inspired to ask you about this episode and this specific topic, Cindy, because I was watching you on Instagram. Well, so Cindy and I met because of the industry that we're in. And I mean, when I found you, I don't know how we got connected, like how we first started. But when I started, I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is a beast. She makes cookies and like cakes and all the amazing things she does look like a piece of cake. But thank you very much. But for real, like you are like, man, you got dad jokes. Come on. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Joyce was like rolling her eyes. But no, for real though, like I was so impressed by like, oh, tour number one. If you guys don't know what tour is, it's like a first birthday party for Korean oh, babies. And the tour number two, and then a wedding. And then, you know, and it's like all the same weekend. And so that's where I was like, okay, even if she's not advocating for her, her own like, wealth of knowledge and time management like you are basically doing it because of all the things that you're pumping out so like I wanted to ask you because you do so many events like how do you know how many clients that you could take on at a time do you have like a limit in terms of cookies or is it based on number of events like how do you kind of decide that I input all of our events in a calendar that we all share as a team Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'm right on like, oh, this was a perfect week for us. We weren't too busy, but busy enough. And then there are some weeks where like, we're all dying. Like, I'm so busy. I didn't sleep at all. All of us are like that. But I think I'm getting a better handle of it. Just based on I just go through all the lists every week. And you know, the only reason I'm able to do this the only reason I'm able to have all these events is because I have an amazing team mm-hmm. and just being able to delegate, you know, we all have our strengths. We have Kiki on our team. We have Jennifer and Angela and everyone has their strengths. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like knowing who's the quickest and the best at certain things and just being able to delegate that. Mm-hmm. So um, are you the one who delegates those things? Yeah. I'm the one who takes the orders and delegates the orders mm-hmm. uh, for everyone on our team. Yeah. So it sounds like through experience, you're able to kind of manage all the orders and increase and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm assuming you do the operations too, right? Like what mm-hmm. you said, like keeping track of orders increase. And all. Yes. Yes. So I do that. And, you know, we all like start, we all worked very closely during the week, you know, to make sure we're supporting each other, helping each other if we needed or you know, like helping with the order, like one order might need all of us to do it. You know, mm. it's not like, oh, we do only like certain things. It's Yeah, a lot of the orders, sometimes we all need to work on it as a team, you know, collaborate together. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Can I just ask you, like, practically speaking, because I'm trying to like make sense of it all, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because there's been weekends where you have like five events in one yeah. weekend, right? Yeah. At least. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I need five events. Yeah. So tell me what your average week looks like. Cause I'm sure there's going to be a day where you guys all do grocery shopping and then like, Oh yeah. Um, Oh, cool cookies or whatever. So I would love to hear that run through for me. It starts on Sunday. I check our calendar and go through all the orders and make sure all the invoices are out, all the orders confirmed, all the pickup deliveries are confirmed and just go through all the orders. And we make a list 
of what we need to do that week. And then every day, you know, in the morning, the first thing I do is go through what I need to do that day. So on Mondays, typically we get all the ingredients in order. We go shopping, you know, eggs, butter, you know, all the ingredients that we need, um, not only perishable, but, you know, like even things like boxes, boards, making sure we have all the items that we need for the week. Mm. Oh, um, so you guys do the the styling too? No, um, we do. We help with like setups, but the styling, the planners mostly do it. Mm, gotcha. Okay, okay. I was like, wow, that's a lot. Um, there are some cases where we, we do do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So after, you know, we got our team, some weekends I was not as busy I used to be. So one of my things that I used to love doing before was also styling and planning. So it kind of gave me some time to do take on some of those orders as well. Not a lot, but maybe like one a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, right, right. Maybe for like your friend. Or yeah, something like for my that. friend. Because yeah. it's something that I used to love, but it was just something that was not very practical for me. Having kids, I I wanted to be present on Saturdays and on weekends, mm-hmm. right? Didn't want to be gone the whole day. And, you know, we were like so busy during the week with our orders and then being gone on the weekend, it would be too difficult. Of course. Thank you. I, I was just so curious because you guys have, like I said, do so many things and then not only make so many cookies or cakes or whatever, but it's also like beautifully decorated. So I was like, how do you do it all? <laughs> you know? It's very... I mean, we take our time because they are very detailed. And that's why, like I said, we could only do this because we have a team because it's not something that we just want to do it quickly. We want to take our time in doing them. We take time in each single cookie, each single cake pop, you know, each cake. We take a lot of time and, you know, paying attention to the details because all of our orders are very detailed. It's never just like the same thing every week. You know, it's every order has their own customizations. So I have some outsourcing questions and I have some serious outsourcing questions, Cindy, but my first one is not so serious. When you started, or maybe now when you're testing recipes, do you outsource the taste testing or like, are you testing all the cake? Are you eating all that cake, girl? Like who's eating the cake? Well, when we, when I do a lot of taste testing it's actually for my friends or my family events, that's when I actually get to taste it. Cause honestly, like a lot of the orders that go out. I never get to taste it. I'm not going to take a bite of the cake. <laughs> so That's I'm so true. That, you know, uh, but so a lot of the new recipes, it's for our friends and for each other. Um, she recently made these tarts that were mm-hmm. amazing. It was just, pastries. yeah, it was just like an, a, an idea. Yeah. And so she had us t- uh, taste it and we all were like, you know, we all gave it to our husbands and our kids and that's how it kind of starts. I feel um, like that's my fear with getting started in baking. Like, what am I going to do with everything I make? Oh, no, we never have a problem with leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we, I have like my kids' teachers telling me at drop-off every morning, like, oh, can you bring some of your extra cookies? Like, just the extra ones or, oh my God, you know? So lucky. Oh, my God. If I get started in baking, Diana, I'm going to send you boxes of things, yes. like boxes of cookies down to... SoCal. That's never an issue. And then um, <laughs> my husband also has a office in Irvine and he has patients and I sometimes make it for the office. I love it. It's outsourcing. You're outsourcing the eating because you can't do all of that yourself. <laughs> yeah. I used to love desserts way more 
before I actually started peaking. Oh um, my gosh, I yeah. feel you. Sometimes yeah. that happens. And Diana and I addressed this in a previous episode, things that people don't tell you when you start a creative business. And sometimes for me, like with calligraphy, I kind of fell out of love with it. And so I started other creative pursuits like ceramics and whatnot and baking. Baking was one of them because oh, I fell out of love uh-huh. with calligraphy. So I totally get what you're saying. Like I went through that too. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of our listeners, they know what we're talking about when you start a business based on your passion. Sometimes it happens, but you always come back to it. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask you, how do you decide what to delegate on? Is it is it based on like availability? Is it based on, I don't know, the client request or, you know, oh, someone wants tarts. This is our tart girl. Like, how do you decide what to delegate? How do you decide what to keep for yourself and the tasks that you keep to do? Yeah, I think it just depends. You know, we're all very understanding of each other. We all have families and we all kind of said that this was not our first priority, I guess. You know, it's like... No, that makes sense. Like family, family, family first. Yeah, family family comes first. We all said that. Our team, like that was always our thing. That's like awesome. Our family comes first. So we all kind of understand each other and like what we have going on that week. But typically, yeah, we all have things that we are in charge of. It doesn't mean that we have to do it all the time. It's just we're in charge of it. And then if we if we don't have time for it, then, you know, we kind of share the load. That completely makes sense. And it's kind of like, okay, taking the family first thing, like family first, yes. So I'm giving you kind of deadlines, do it by those deadlines, but you already kind of know ahead of time. So if you need to like pri- like prioritize within your own life is I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Like you know what you to do with work, but I know that kids are first. So like just make it work. And somehow everyone yeah. on your team does make it work. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of owning a business, man. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I have like such an amazing team. Like they never think of it like, oh, I don't have to do it. You know, I already worked eight hours today, you know, mm-hmm. they really take responsibility and pride in their work and take it as their own, you know? I love that. Um, so how did you find your team members? Because that's like, that's not always the case where people know, really I, share the vision with you. I am so extremely lucky and so blessed. Kiki, I met at a baby shower, she actually just helped out her friend plan because that's what Kiki does. Like she always just helps plan everyone with their baby showers, kids' birthdays. That's just the heart that she always had. So she baked, you know, cupcakes for a friend's baby shower. She wasn't even there. She didn't even know the mom to be, but she did that because she just loves doing that. And then I was a guest at the shower and I was like, who made these cupcakes? And you know, that's kind of how we got connected. My friend was like, oh, it's my friend Kiki. Like she lives close by you. Um, she doesn't have kids right now. And I was like, would she be open to working with me? And my friend was like, yeah, why don't I ask her? And that's how we kind of got connected. And that was Jessica. Jessica's the one that connected us together. So, and then it just really worked out. I mean, in the beginning, um, she just helped me like a little bit, like, you know, she would help me like fill the cakes or, you know, do certain things. But after I got pregnant with my third child, that's when she just started helping me more. And I think it was just like kind of letting go and trusting others because, you know, there were times when I didn't trust anyone else to do the deliveries or mm-hmm. I didn't trust anyone to do certain things. But after having my third child, I kind of had to let a lot of things go. 
And it was probably the best thing that ever happened because Kiki's probably more responsible and better than a lot of things than I am. That's the best. Yeah. I mean, she's probably the most calm and the best at deliveries. Cause you know, there's still times when I still freak out about deliveries, like delivering big cakes, but Kiki's very like calm and relaxed. So it's not an issue to her. And Jennifer, she actually uh, goes to my church and she was baking a lot herself. She was making a lot of cupcakes. She never made cakes, but she did a lot of cupcakes. And she reached out to me saying, Hey, I want to make baking more of a business like something I want to do more consistently, like, could I work with you? We, I also work with Angela, who is a dentist, a mommy, and an amazing cake artist. And she's been helping us with all the sugar flowers, all the beautiful piped buttercream flowers and bean paste flowers, because she's really just really good at working with her hands. You know, she was a dentist. Now you have me questioning my dentist. I wonder if they're like <laughs> secret bakers. Uh, (laughs) I honestly, I I also know another amazing baker and she's a dentist. She was a dentist as well. You know, being a dentist, you have to be so detailed and so uh, they're perfectionists. So I think it kind of goes hand in hand. That's so funny. I love that, especially because they're dentists and they're looking at people's teeth and it's like, no, but you know, like dentists, they have to like make, no, for sure. For sure. My my husband's a, my husband's a dentist too. So that's why I know like he's very good with his hands. Like, you know, he has to make crowns that fit perfectly in people's Mm. teeth, uh, you know, mouth and it has to be like perfectly made so that it fits. So that makes perfect sense. And like, I always tell people anyone could bake. Anyone could do what we're doing. You just have to want to do it and yeah, want to do it mm-hmm. and have find the time to work on it. I wanted to ask are like from the business side of things, are the people that are on your team, are they like employees of Sweetly Made or are they contractors for you? Uh, we're all, I would say we're all employees of Sweetly Made. Okay, cool. Man, look at that. Just from trying to to save money from the kids' birthday cakes because those things are expensive. Look at what you've built, Cindy. That's amazing. So, Cindy, I was wondering if you could share some tips for time management for creative business owners. We have all kinds of creatives that listen to us from letterers and illustrators, watercolor artists, ceramicists, hairstylists, photographers, like everybody's a creative that's listening to this. And sometimes with that kind of creative brain, it's hard to wrap your mind around time management. So I would love if you could share some tips for time management. Definitely having a weekly and daily schedule. I know it sounds very simple, but that's just been the most helpful and leaving room for the unexpected things as Jennifer, you know, super important. Yeah. I mean, before, like I said, I was very flexible. I never had a schedule. So this was kind of like, I still need that. I still need flexibility. So I don't write out my timelines by like the hour or by the minute. But just having like daily goals and weekly checklists, that's been like key for me. And like I said, being flexible, like leaving room for the unexpected things. So I don't get down on myself or get disappointed if certain things don't turn out the way I wanted it to. Definitely. That's so important for specifically creatives who are, who have mostly like a project-based business. Yes, yes definitely. I think 
yeah, leaving room for error or just like white space is Mm -hmm. one, I think against our natural creative brain. And then two, so important for us to like use that time to be inspired in the first place. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that. So in terms of like the practical stuff, do you, what do you use? Like, do you use Google calendar? That's what I use. I use Google calendar, Google sheets, Google docs. Yes. I use Google calendar. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I go, uh, Google Calendar and yeah, we're all able to view it. Um, I make notes for myself. Like I said, on sun- Sunday evening, that's when I make that whole week. Yeah, I do that too. Planning it out. And then each morning I go over the schedule for the day and always like time for reflection, you know, about my goals or like what could go better or just thinking, you know, so that you don't lose that inspiration and why you're doing this. Because sometimes you just get so busy and you're just doing the things that you have to do. You just want to take the time to remember why you love doing this. Yeah, I love that. I love that we're like the message that we're talking about today with you is time management. And while you're sharing all the practical things, but you're saying like, but still you have to leave room for reflection time and just like room for inspiration or reflection. Like, I love that so much. That's so good. Yeah. Or like, or you're just burn out. And you'll never want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you don't want that because, you know, you, you started this because you enjoyed, you know, for, for me, it was, I loved, you know, baking for my kids. I loved being creative with my hands. And yeah. if you just get so overwhelmed with orders and these projects, then I don't want to like fall out of love with mm-hmm. those things. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm. Freaking mic drop. I love it. I want to bake cakes now. Like I might do that this afternoon. <laughs> You've inspired me, Cindy. But that is a, a very important message. Like you started this business because you loved it. Like there are things that you can do to kind of stay in love with it, right? Make sure that you, you're still practicing something that you're passionate about and that you love. Okay, Cindy, so we loved having you and we are so grateful that you were able to chat with us today and I really want our audience to connect with you and see your beautiful work online. So where can they find your work? You can find us on Instagram at Sweetly Made uh, with L-E-E because that's my last name. We don't have a bakery where you could pop in because we are home licensed bakers, but you can find us on Instagram and you could also email us. All right. Well, thank you so much again. And we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll catch you next time.